0: Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one-stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a
1: special episode.
2: Hey gamers, this is Liz from Beyond Solitaire, and I'm here for the most wonderful time of the year. It's time to talk about the People's Choice Top 200 solo games, and with me I have a fantastic panel of Highly solo game experienced gentleman, if you can be so called, uh, and uh, let's uh, let's just have some quick introductions. So, Mike, why don't you go first?
1: You're a pretty regular person, around here. Hey, I'm Mike Kelly from the One Step Co-op Shop. Thanks for inviting me, Liz. Jeremy,
0: my name is Jeremy. I am just a black man doing all I can um, <laughs> from parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> from parts unknown. No, uh, I am. I work with uh, Man vs. Meeple. So, if you check out solo game in there, it's me.
2: All right. Paul.
0: Yeah, I'm Paul Grogan from Gaming
3: Rules. And Jeremy said that if I don't come on the show, he'll uh, keep sending me those emails. So here I am. Mm-hmm.
2: Very well. Hey, you know what? Bye. We got to get you on here by hook or by crew. Yep. All right. So um, this is the first of three videos. So for those of you who are here watching, we are going to cover 101 to 200 on the People's Choice Top 200 list in this video. And then we'll have uh, two more videos to cover the top so we are just going to have a chat about what's on this list of course we have seen all the list early it's like the most it's the biggest list thing.
3: i've ever seen with <laughs> more <laughs> stats more stats than 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 i would yeah i mean i'm scrolling right and seeing all of these common columns and there's this huge huge amount of stats but thank you very much for putting this list together as kevin yes. isn't it who's done the list
2: Kevin Erskine. So yes, this is the perfect Thank one to give Kevin. a shout out. Kevin Erskine, you're the bomb.com. We love you. <laughs> and um, you do an amazing public service for all of us every year. And everybody, this uh, video will link to the list that Kevin has kindly put together. But we are looking at a spreadsheet that has like 1500 games on it and yeah. data about votes and rankings over the past couple of years. And it is just really interesting. So <laughs> uh did anything jump up, jump out at y'all over
1: the the kind of bottom half of this list? That one hundred to two hundred, that one a one to two hundred. Well, could could uh, Liz, can we talk a bit about the games we w- were sad did not make the top two hundred first before we get yes, into the actual things? Yes, I think things? we absolutely should. So I'll, I'll call that one first. I mean, it's it's pretty new, but it uh, and it and it jumped up fifty spaces this year. But uh, any of you guys played Unsettled, which is at the two ninety three yeah. spot? Yeah. Yeah, this is like maybe my top game of this year that I've played or among like yeah. my top three or four. And I think it's uh, especially great solo because while there's a lot of cooperation between the characters, it's kind of like a a big tactical puzzle, like with interlocking actions. So I think the solo plays really great. And then, um, Liz, I know you'll be with me on this. Uh, I- I'm always sad to see a lot of uh, big war games down lower than I think they might be. And I think if I'm right, unless I missed one, none of the coin games, which I really love, um, are in the top 200. Like Gandhi's 250. Um, I think Fire in the Lake might be the highest one. But yeah, yeah I, I want to end like Field Commander, Napoleon. That's that's one that I really like from DVG. And and yeah, I, I think the heavier uh, war games just seem to have a hard time breaking into the top.
2: Yeah, it's breaking my heart. Like Labyrinth of War on Terror dropped 20 spots this year, and it's now out of the top 200 as well and um you know i love all these like really chunky games i also you know okay like i know that the nation's solo mode isn't necessarily great compared to current ones but i do have a really soft spot for nations as well so i'm like kind of sad to see something that used to be like a solo list staple fall down so far Mm. uh city of kings is now below 200 um unbroken
1: but you know well, that's, finally. that's always got the uh, the baggage going yes. around with it. the
0: baggage little, little finally baggage, Little baggage. Down. Little baggage.
2: And then, Jeremy, I think you and I were sad about one of the same games on here. Didn't,
0: Fol- didn't make folklore. the cut. My, my, my oh, my no, folklore. not that one. That's you. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, not that one. <laughs> I'll tell you one of my, the, the big one for the biggest, the, those are the two biggest for me Are is folklore. Folklore is such a great classic Um gothic horror kind of um, dungeon crawl but it also has like old school rules type stuff there's nothing like particularly innovative about it it's really trying to do you know just sh- straight up dice combat chuck it you know pull stats and move on but they added this new system fall of the spire which was kind of like it was kind of like their last innovation of the system and by that time people were either on or off board with mm-hmm. it so i I totally understand if they don't get it but like the last expansion to that some is the best writing the best version of that combat system amazing game uh and to not have solomon kane on here is a freaking crime you got to be kidding me it's one of the most thematic experiences ever you know what just because you can't afford it huh
1: i mean to to be fair jeremy i'm looking
0: it's a mess (laughs) It's it is at
1: 360, but it was at like 600 the year before. Yeah. So it did make yeah. a big climb. It, it's not it, been, it not did make enough. a
0: big climb. Uh, by the way, if you're looking for something that's obscure and not so cool and super hot, there is a great, great, great campaign game, futuristic kind of style. It's called Hunter's AD 20, uh, 2114. It's clunky. Don't worry. If you get through it, you're going to love it. You're going to love that game. Um, so, yeah. I saw it on the list in the 300s and I was just like, oh, I'm surprised because everybody who backed it and got their hands on it loves it. But yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't have that pulse like everything else does. It, it's such a great game. And it's, a, there's a lot of content in that base box.
2: I'm also just sad about V commandos not being top 200.
0: V commandos oh. is weird. That's just weird that it's not on there. I I, I was surprised. Very
1: surprised. I mean, it went up like 80 or 140 spots. Yeah. And I mean, it's also there was the name change because now it's like V Sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then I think they're the Kickstarter is just delivering or delivered like in the last like month or so. So I, I don't know. I I could see it doing a lot better. Maybe being back in the top two hundred soon. The best
0: Aeon's End, Aeon's End Legacy is not on there.
1: What the best? The best out of here, man. Get out of here. Out of here. Well, the worst. The <laughs> here's worst. Here's a, here's
0: the deal. It's <laughs> the best for everyone who is playing it for the first time. Yeah. Like. It is literally the best one to to, to to say, hey, if you were giving a suggestion to people, you would probably suggest that one. And it's a lot of people's first exposure because I think it's the highest selling one. Yeah. So I, I'm just surprised. Like I right I'd always recommend watch. Aeon's End Legacy as
3: the right. first game that you should get if yeah. you're getting into Aeon's End. Because unlike a lot of other legacy games, which are like, right, here's the game and we're actually going to build on it with more yeah. and more stuff. Aeon's End does it the other way around. You know, mm-hmm. you start off with nothing, and where you end up with at the end of a game of Aeon's End Legacy is the Aeon's End game.
1: Yes. So it Arena introduces
3: all of those rules gradually to you. So it's the perfect, perfect intro- introduction to the system, and the story's good and the game's good.
0: So the contest is not up there. Oh my gosh! All right, Chronicles of Druniger is not on there.
1: <laughs> I mean that, that the new uh, the new Kickstarter is still pretty far from delivering. I think that's hurting it. Oh,
0: Maybe. no, just the Chronicles of Juniper. It might be on the list, but this one is Age of Darkness, so I think the Age of Darkness is a newer one, so.
1: All right, so looking in that
2: 101 to 200, um, what are y'all seeing that you are happy to see? Uh, Things surprised you're surprised are still hanging on? Things you're surprised have fallen so far? Um, Where are we at? What, what what are y'all seeing? I am personally sad to see D-Day Dice fallen so far, just because D-Day Dice is great. Um, and he did.
0: That uh, I missed that game. I haven't played in a long time.
2: I love it. I love it. And let's see. uh It's right there at 199. We've got Conflict of Heroes, Awakening the Bear. That is a fantastic solo game. The AI heard is amazing.
3: Really, really good things about the solo mode for that game. I it's mean,
1: phenomenal. I I would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a mediocre solo mode, and I would much rather play uh <laughs> Something that's made for solo, like a David Thompson, you know, like uh, Pavlov's House or something. But I think it's fine.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I have I to have go a, pew
1: pew with my tanks. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm excited. I'm excited. I have a, some DVG love coming up some of my way. I'm going to try some of these games for the first time you guys have been barking about. Oh, so, shoot, man. Do, that's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm delving into the, the genre. We'll see how this goes. Results may vary. Results may vary. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about some of these David Thompson titles. So I decided to take that plunge.
1: One one I'm happy about. Uh I've been j- just like Jeremy's diving into DVG, I'm diving into button shy games more. Oh and dude. uh oh. let's see, I think Skulls of Sedlec, I played for the first time this year, yes. and that went up 169 spots to 172. That's a quick the, the solo modes actually I kind of like the solo mode better than the multiplayer in that one,
0: I think. Pretty much.
1: Yep. Um, and then I think hold on, I don't want to misspeak <laughs> and say a game that's uh that's a uh, higher
0: do you have spaceship? I
1: don't have spaceship,
0: you have to have spaceship,
1: I have to have it, <laughs> yeah, oh, here it is, yeah, so this is also in the one hundred two hundred it's uh one of my favorite games this year is Rove, which is at yep. one twelve that's the first mm-hmm. time it's on the list, and it's already at one twelve, so that you know that shows that just shows you how Rove. good it is, yeah, yeah, like that game, um anybody who likes bullets, which I know we'll be talking about later which is one of my favorites. Rove has kind of that similar, like really tight uh, mm-hmm. action economy, like spatially moving things to make patterns in a really fun way.
0: Yeah, That's, that's a must have too. They've, they've gotten a roster in the last year or so that are just so good solo. And it's like, I mean, every time they have a Kickstarter, I'm like, you should just get these five.
1: Yeah. Cause that fishing <laughs> game recently was good. Uh, of that course I... like all their their are fun yeah, so uh... <laughs>
0: indeed
1: indeed
3: we were talking oh. just before just before the stream started about resist and it is on the list it's 125 straight in at number 125 wow. now, i've not had a fabulous... chance to play this yet but oh, you played haven't?
1: it yeah i love resist that's another one that's uh yeah I've i've been putting together my top like 20 of 2022 and that's uh that's pretty high up there
3: yeah. So I'm glad to see that in there. And that's only going to go higher, I think,
0: as more and more people get it and start playing it. So I want to take you all the way back to 2012, uh, 13, I think, uh, was, um, and, and before I was gaming, uh, before I was even born as a gamer, uh, <laughs> as a modern gamer, I should say. Uh, Snowdonia is still yep. on here. Going still strong, baby. Going strong. You know, if you find that Master Box,
2: it's a little engine that could. Can-
0: Folks, if you find that master box, you have enough solo content to keep you, especially if you love the design. If you're like, man, this is actually really fun. Yeah. you got a mm-hmm. good 20 some scenarios and honestly, probably more 20, 30, depending on how you just mix up stuff uh, that you could keep playing. And I mean, what a great design to me. At, yeah. And they get real silly. So if you want something like the kind of, because it is a very dry themed game. It is themed. You do play the thematic experience, but it, it's dry. It's very dry. But like you you add these things in here, I mean, like escorting goats off the mountain, you know, like just all silly kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely check that part out. Check that game out. That was that was a big surprise to me to still see on there. I'm very yeah. excited. And there's going to be more Snowdonia content.
3: Naylor games in the UK have made an agreement with Terry Boydell that there's going to be some more Snowdonia stuff. Just when you thought it was all over with the master set, with everything in, (laughs) there's
2: going to be more.
0: I'm I'm like going to see, like, Coffee Roaster still on there. Yeah, Ghost Stories
1: and Gears of War are still hanging on in that top 200. When Gears of War is so out of print. It's so expensive to get a copy, generally. I I have a copy of Gears of War up there,
3: and one of these days I will actually get around to trying it, because I've heard it's actually quite good for a game that kind of wasn't popular.
1: Oh, no, no, it's, it's very good. It's very punishing. I, yeah. I, I tend to like uh, another one that's hard to find, Fire Team Zero. I like better for a very similar game, mm-hmm. um, but they're both good. You know what? So what strikes me about the list in general, at least like I, I just picked like some random groups of 10 and looked through each of them, like looking at 101 to 110 as an example, um, which just to read them out is Horrified, Palm Island, Imperial Assault, Elder Sign, After the Virus, Barrage, Pavlov's House, Leaving Earth it and Apex Theropod. I feel like in past years, Euros have been stronger on the list. And I feel like just looking at that sampling, for example, and kind of looking at the list in general, uh, maybe more thematic games or like hybrid games tend to be doing better mm-hmm. this year, which uh, yeah. certainly matches my taste. <laughs> you all know I'm probably, actually, I, th- I think I'm easily the least uh, enamored with Euro solo games. I tend to play like Euros uh, as competitive games um out of the four of us I think I'm probably the the least in favor of that so yeah I'm happy (laughs) you
0: know (laughs) yeah I I feel you I like a good mix so I'm I'm kind of in the mixed thing because I like very heavy narrative games but then I also like games where I'm just like all right moving bits playing the numbers you know that kind of thing like that um the big two that are right next to each other after the virus and barrage barrage are like a perfect examples of that like I mean, they're, they're I, very
1: similar weights and types of games. Yeah, you know? they're
0: very similar weights. <laughs> 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 you play Virachi. <laughs> yeah. I, I can probably a, play a
1: game of After the Virus while I wait for my turn of <laughs> right, Why
0: While you wait for your turn.
1: <laughs> that's why they're a perfect pair. Uh, perfect right. pair.
0: They belong right hand in hand. You can have a conversation and play the game, you know, online. Uh, but it's it's really cool to see that, that difference. And by the way, if you want a nice little little small game that you can play is After Virus is a really great suggestion. And it was like 20 bucks. I remember the last oh, yeah. time I got it. I think I got it for $17 back in the day. Yeah. Um, and you can buy it right off Amazon. Give that one a go. Um, it's hard, but it's engaging and, and stuff like that. I like that. But, yeah, Barrage, I is,
2: agree.
0: but Barrage is just fantastic design it is a brutal game on its own as far as a multiplayer game uh, but solo wise it is one of the most head-scratching every choice matters type game there is and it is worth all your time
3: there's one game that i'm surprised to see in the list and it is in the top 100 and this is pandemic legacy season one now this was in the top 200 last year but as a solo game I don't know. I mean, mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at the games that are below pandemic legacy season one, and I'm seeing some games in there that have great solo modes and work really well solo. And then I'm seeing pandemic legacy season one above it. I don't know, maybe people play it solo, but I find it very difficult to rate a game like pandemic legacy or even pandemic as a solo game because I don't think I'd ever play it solo.
1: Well, I think, and this is uh, kind of a bigger discussion for the list in general. We'll just, we can just have it right now for this uh, video of the list since it's the first yeah, one. Yeah, to
2: be revisited.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I think a ton <laughs> of people, and I, I, I would do this sometimes too, a ton of people will be like, I love this game and I played it once solo. Or I love this yeah. game and it right, happens yeah. to be able to be played solo, so yeah. I'm going to rank it very high. Right. I, I'm with right. you. I, I, think pandem- I, I hear a lot of people saying Pandemic Legacy like Season 1 is one of their top games of all time. I don't think I know any of those people who played it solo. There's nothing right. stopping you from playing it solo, I guess, except for spoiler, you know, maybe betrayal things at some point, but uh even that is like a very minor thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, be... I, I don't know. I think people are just like, Hey, I love pandemic. Like season one, I've never played it solo before, but I'm going to put it on this. So list I'm yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And I, I also feel like that's another thing with me. I don't consider games that can be played solo because someone made a fan variant. Uh, you know, I don't either. Like that's not solo. Like when people say it's solo a bowl, I'm like, wait, does it, is it has a solo mode in it? No, it doesn't. So it's not, you know, like, I don't, I don't want it on a solo list. If it doesn't have the one on the box, you know, like, or, you know, or if it's not cooperative, like that kind of thing. And I know that some people don't look at it that way. So hopefully that's not the, the case here. Cause that's what I think of when I, I'm thinking of here and I worry about that. I just thought about that.
2: Yeah, I yeah. actually have that same personal preference. It's not that I won't play a homebrew solo mode. It's that I don't really review them or really like when you when, right. when people look at this game list, right? They're looking for things they can go get to try. Uh-huh. And if it if there's extra barriers to like, okay, but you, you get the game and then you have to get this, 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 and this for it to work good. And it's an amazing solo. Like, right. I'm I'm never gonna recommend that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, just, just to play devil's advocate as somebody who designs tons of unofficial solo modes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. like, Don't uh, here, I, I was looking just to name a few, uh, Tyrants of the Underdark is in at position 536. I would guess that's my solo mode. Cause that's certainly the only one I've ever seen discussed by anybody. Uh, Radlands, these are both great games, by the way, Radlands is at 592. Again, I think my solo mode is the only one that I see like any major discussion around. Um, and both of those, like, I, I design solo variants that need generally no extra materials. Like, you don't need to print, like, a 50-card deck to make it work or anything. Right. So, I don't know. I, I, I personally, like, in my top-of-the-year list, like, I'll, I'll include games that I made a solo mode for because I want to play those games more than anything else. Mm. Because it's not that big of a barrier to entry right. to play them. But I totally hear you. I'm, I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't hold the opinion you have. But
0: yeah, I think,
1: yeah. Uh, especially when a solo variant is, like, clean and really well done. Like yeah. Paul was just talking about uh, the, you know, the solo variant for the Conan and Batman uh, Gotham City Chronicles uh, right. games. Like, I think good solo modes are good solo modes regardless. And let's be frank, a lot of the official solo modes that got put on the box that are in the rulebook are terrible or yes. aren't explained well or are worse than what fans can create sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's true. So, you know, I, I think I think quality is quality. Like I, I see like the the delineation between official and unofficial on the box mm-hmm. or not. But good is good and, and bad is bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm not consistent
0: know. on that. I'm not consistent on that because if you if it has a crappy solo mode and someone created one that makes it better, <laughs> then it's a little different to me. <laughs> <Sure. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not consistent on that. Yeah. If somebody makes a solo mode that's better, but it's already a solo game, then I'm like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. The rules are cleaner. And Arkanova would be one of those types. Yes. Of
3: games. Yeah. We'll we'll get to Ark Nova later
0: on, but I know know what you're saying. The fact is, um, there
3: there are some games on this list where there is no official solo mode, and yet they are on this list. So the people who voted for these games on this list are clearly uh, looking at the unofficial solo modes as well for Mm. things like Tyrants of the Underdark to be on there. Because there is no official solo mode
0: right. for that, just the one that, right. that Mike created. Well, the people have um, spoken, right? So yeah. yeah, it's the, the, the people people's choice. People yeah. are spoken. It's not my choice. I'm just one, one call, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, this is not like a Caligula, like, oh, if the people had one neck, I would cut
1: it. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no.
2: This is like, this is a celebration of like solo gaming for everybody. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, hey, I'm looking over Paul's shoulder. Another one in the 100 to 200 that has not been there, I think, Ever in the years that I've looked is Hoplomachus has fallen to 150. Ugh. But I think I think we can I all agree that's we probably, all know why. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I mean, people are waiting for the next one. And, and then yeah. you know, Victorum or remastered, or a prop. Pro- I can imagine um Kevin just combining it all into one hoplo monstrosity. I'm sure that'll be I
3: don't think he should. I think Hoplomachus Victorum, which well, will be delivered to backers hopefully by the end of this year, or if yeah. not early next year. That if is going totally to be in this game. list next year. And I don't think that yeah. should be
1: merged with the other ones. Well, but, know, no matter how well then they'll
2: it. just both be on my top. One, which-
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well but, but Paul, we, we mentioned this earlier. Kevin merges Runebound, second edition and third edition into one game, which is at 111. Yeah. So well, if he's doing that, <laughs> certainly, Hopamakis, which is almost the same rule set. You know what I mean? he deserves, It can be combined.
0: So- but, uh, but I think. I don't I, I hate when that's done, though, because it's like it kind of does a disservice to both titles. Yeah. It's yes. like, well, I prefer the solo only version. Well, right. if you put pre- but you may prefer the solo version of Hapamakas Remastered because it has more options yeah. built yeah. into it for not, you know, like and I also feel like sometimes the strength of a game is not just it's solo only. So sometimes games get rated higher because it's like, man, not only is this game great the solo mode is great too. So there's like some elevation yeah. to that as well. Right. You know, along with the people who primarily play a game of solo. So it's like Hoppamacus can win both, you know, like Victorum can win. And so can Hoppamacus remaster. So I, I think those two will be versus like where the current state is like, yeah. you know, Hoppamacus origins and Victorum, you know, well, I can say too.
2: that where I'm at right now, I'm going to be putting those games on the list next year. I'm yeah. very happy with my experiences so far to a point where I just don't like, you know how you play a game. You're like, well, I need to play this a few times to be sure. Maybe it's just the first yeah. blush of romance. Like, no, 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 no. Mm. I'm ready to ready. It's cuffing season and Hoppomagas is here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Happy> Marcus, <laughs> <charm> is great. <laughs> but yeah,
3: going through this list, looking at 101 to 200, ones on here which are jumping out to me as you know I, i've played the solo modes of these games and and they were good there's quite a few euro games on there the grand is yeah. on there. clans of caledonia mm-hmm. blackout mm-hmm. hong
0: kong Good um, Caledonia, man
1: yeah i like that one
0: Dark yeah Corson, very good games. i you know what mike i'm surprised you like that game but well is, but again i i like very it very interesting solo mode it's kind of thematic too no
1: that's the thing I, I i gotta be i sorry i should specify all the things I'm nodding and saying, yup, is for competitive play. I I am very rarely want to play a solo uh, Euro, except for the ones that do something really interesting. I feel like a lot of them are like, and I forget if Caledonia was one of these or not, but you know, when it's like beat your own score, like, or uh, sort of the turtsy style, like he has the Gallerist and such, where it's like, here are some goals to achieve. And oh, you did it, good job. Like none of those excite me in any way.
3: (laughs) I actually did a solo playthrough on the channel two years ago, maybe of Clans of Caledonia. I think my patron supporters voted on it. Uh, and I thought, okay, yeah, I, I like the game, multiplayer, so let's try out the solo mode. And then the designer contacted me and said, ah, don't use the solo mode we put in the box. We've worked on this much more involved one. Ooh. Yeah. Use this one instead. So I did, and it broke me. It Go absolutely down. broke me because <laughs> I, I need my solo modes, not just like, I need them to be manageable mm, and yep. not completely and utterly destroy my entire brain to work out yeah. what the opponent's going to do. And the new solo mode is more advanced and it probably is better. But for me, I was I did like a two-hour live stream where I got a headache 15 minutes in and it just got worse and worse and worse. So I didn't have a great experience and I would have preferred to play the it simple, just, just do your thing and count up yeah. your points. That's what I want. I don't want this five-step flowchart to decide what the AI does. It's very clever and it works really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a game where there is multiple official solo modes for it. Yeah,
1: and I guess if if we want to have this discussion real quick, I'll give you all three options. Tell me which one you fall into most for your <laughs> okay, solo. All right, play. all right. Option two, and the, and these are generally okay. Good ball.
2: <laughs> I feel like this is like a personality quiz, like seventeen games <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure.
1: You yeah, love yeah yes, it. Yes, no. no, I love it. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, you'll, you'll find out who will be your significant other in five years. Let's go. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> these are for
1: for solo euros specifically. I think these apply to solo euros that are a competitive game and have a solo mode. Okay, so do you like? Option one is super streamlined, basically beat your own score. There's not really an opponent. It's just like things are happening, but you're basically just playing the game by yourself, like doing your things, building your engine. That's option one. Option two is where you have an automa, where you have like an actual opponent that's playing against you. It doesn't have to be like flowchart craziness, but like they are also playing the game. Like, you know, some of like
0: flip a card, know. flip a card. Yeah, it flip a card,
1: and they put their workers down it. here or they like League take League. spaces from you. Yeah. And then option three is totally new mode, you know, like uh, like on Mars added. Like, okay, right. I'm not even playing the same game anymore. Now there's aliens attacking me. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is your favorite? Can, I, can I just add another
3: option? Oh, sure. Because Go ahead. Go there ahead. is another option. Uh, there is an option. It's more like option one, but with goals. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not just...
0: Objective-based. Yeah, objective-based or
3: something like that. It's not just play the game and count your score. It's a wonderful fair, fair, world.
0: Fair it's a wonderful world is beat your score, but it has objective baselines and different objectives based on the scenario you choose. Yeah. yeah. You're also trying to beat a score, you know, as well. So.
2: I'll also say that I'm willing to compromise on how you win. If the act of playing the game is super satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a wonderful world. The joy of it's a wonderful world. I don't actually care how I score. Right. I like doing the little conversions of like I can make this yeah, to make yeah, that, yeah. and then I can turn this into that. And like I can have this massive term where I made all this happen. Woo! Like yeah. that's that kind of slot machine feeling. Destination, is, the
0: journey on that. Mm-hmm. Uh night is a good example of that. Just the journey. Yeah. You know, yeah. Journey.
2: Although I will say definitely not three. I I usually will not prefer. Oh, you don't like? Okay. Um, I like. I like AI that is meaningful as opposed to just kind of blocking you. Like, so for example, I'm enjoying Hoplo because there are rules for how the enemy will attack
0: you. engage. Yeah.
2: And so being able to engage with an enemy meaningfully, that's like not a person I really, really like, but I also really don't mind feature score, especially if there are objectives. Like I played Hadrian's wall, like six times yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's hard not to stop playing that game. You got to put it away. Like it's hard to put that game down. <laughs> I I, I've t- I generally like the card flip, and just do these two or three things. Sure, sure, sure uh-huh. yeah. It, it's pretty much consistent throughout my you know my games that I love, um, <laughs> featured by Gloomhaven. <laughs> so like it starts with Gloomhaven, and everything goes downhill from there. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I, I thought to myself, like, what's the highest game in there? And the, it would be that one. So, mm. um, or I just like complete randomness, complete randomness, which is just chuck it and let it happen, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I like that complete randomness too. So, randomness elements. But uh, yeah, I, I generally know that I like the card flip, you know, resolve one or two things and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, I sort of hover between. I mean, I have no problem
3: playing a beat your own score game, you know, mm-hmm. things like uh, Feast for Odin or anything yeah. like that. I just, yeah. I'm just i just going to play the game. There's no real other, there's no opponent doing anything else. It's just me. I play the game, I do the stuff, and I love it. And I count it to be score at the end. No problem with that. I do like it when they add some extra objectives or goals just to give it a little bit of a twist. But I also don't mind the card flip. So the Lost Ruins of Arnak solo mode that I'm sure we'll talk about in another video is yeah. you flip the card over. What's yep. the AI doing? It's doing that on the rightmost yep. card. Done.
0: There okay. you go. And Super you just simple. put the
3: worker on the board. And oh, it's blocked that space. It kind of it's it's not simulating, it's simulating another player taking the space that you might use, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. That that's the solo I one. And I mm. I've got to give credit to the solo designers that do these super complex involved oh well if it's tuesday then it will do this unless it's raining right unless there's three enemies in the spot not four only three if there's three then it'll do this then it'll do this oh right yeah so it's going to use a smoke grenade because there's three brilliant and the amount of work and effort that's gone into designing that and if you want an immersive experience where you are playing against literally an ai that is trying to you know resemble a human player brilliant for me no thank you I, I just, I, I want to spend my mental energy deciding what I'm going to do and not having to run an AI. Um, and the, the last time I think I played a, a, an AI mode, which was a really complex AI mode, somebody said, would you play it again? And I said, yes, I would play this mode again, but with another player yep. <laughs> who I invite round right. who runs the AI for me. Yeah. And they went, well, why would you do that and not play two-player? I went, exactly.
2: You <laughs> sound <laughs> like Fred are <laughs>
0: i like the, i like the opportunity like i feel like some of the games with the the, the card flip and do they're getting more thematic so yeah. like mm-hmm. and they're also like uh so for like arnak you're setting a scene as well so uh-huh. if you're doing the, the solo, mode, so it's like all right this is happening and this you know like in a campaign so it's like they set that they set that up and i i like that it just gives me just enough to to do it or like just being the theme of i don't know like I mean, having even if a flowchart's okay, like a, t- a tertiary game, it just depends on how thematic it is. Otherwise, it kind of completely takes you out and you're just worried about the 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 tree. Yeah. This yeah. is the game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a little weird in that I like going through like logic trees for some reason. So I yeah. that helps me enjoy root and coin, just to name a mm-hmm. few, like for some reason I like actually like I uh-uh. <laughs> As silly as it is, I've, I've played Coin and Root with like four non-player factions and no me. Like, I'm not actually yeah. playing the game. I'm just like running it and seeing what happens. Like a computer program. I know that's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not weird.
2: Um, if it's weird, well,
1: I guess I'm with you. <laughs> okay, okay. It's all in. It's all um, in. It's sim. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it. w- one thing that bugs me, and I think this goes back to like my video game playing. Like, I'm thinking like back when I would play Civ 2, it might have been. Civilization 2. And I would play on the higher difficulty settings and the AI would cheat. And something about that would just really bug me. So like when I play Euro modes where they've streamlined it, I like the streamlining. I don't want it to take forever, like usually, but where they've streamlined it and they have like, like, you know, a lot of solo modes, for example, to make it more uh, simple will have in a game where like you have a natural progression of what you get they'll just level out the AI because it's easier, yeah. you know? So they'll get mm-hmm. way too right. much stuff in the beginning, but they'll be behind the eight ball at the end, which I, I get from a streamlining perspective. But when like they're doing stuff they just can't do, I don't know, for some reason it just like rubs me the wrong way and it's, it's tougher for me to like really enjoy that AI because I'm like, well, you can't do that.
0: There well, are Why, games are you, why that... do you already
1: have a tank? That's weird.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I was going to say, there's games where they start with too many resources yeah. and there's also games that like they don't have to pay resources. So there's already an added pressure. Oh my god! And, and it feels like Hey, this is already a difficult game, and now here they are with no burden. You know, like, but it yeah. also sometimes makes it smoother. Yeah. So, yes. you yeah, you know, um, it, yeah. It, it basically prepares you for the engine that you can build. So, therefore, I get the reason, but sometimes that that is a turnoff. Like to people, they're like, "Wait, why do they have to pay for nothing?"
1: Well, and and, str- and they that, can that randomly grab
0: for... level twos yeah. before you know. So you can. So it's like you take thought games
1: two. were fair, right? Like,
2: <laughs> you fool. <okay. laughs>
1: i think just just to name a few i think you gotta be really careful with that paying for nothing thing specifically like i think uh coin really has this uh issue with the newer solo which i think is better in like every way pretty much except this like the new fire in the lake one the gandhi one in that um they roll a die and they can theoretically do actions forever pretty much yeah uh now the converse was in the old version they would run out of money and they'd be able to do nothing so this is way better But yeah, it's problematic sometimes, like there's some sort of happy medium, Um, like I have a variant for fire in the lake where uh, you just add a number to the die each time they roll it so they can't do it forever, just like eventually shuts them down, which I think kind of models the same thing. Mm. But yeah, like I, I think streamlining can go a bridge too far and create a negative experience, at least for me. But anyway we're getting way off topic.
3: <laughs> there was there was one other one that we discussed just before we started which is in the top 200 brand new in at number 131 ISS Vanguard. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And
3: I think we were all a bit surprised it's that high this quick because it's Yeah, only I just, just don't think people
1: out. have played it or they played like one planet. To be clear yeah. on about you uh who's played it? I played it. I know you played it Paul. Have you played it yet Jeremy? I am um, not. I'm okay. not. All right. So yeah, so for Paul you, you can speak as well. For me it would be my uh Yeah. I I think it might be in my top 30 solo games already. Um, But, Paul, I I think I might be one of the only people in the U.S. that has a copy (laughs) because they had to send it from... You're not <laughs> I didn't get uh, it Like with the Kickstarter shipment. That's <laughs> so, why I'm surprised Yeah it, who rated it's this <laughs> high on the list yeah, I mean I'm, like, I'm really happy Because I was
3: professionally Involved in this project in right. And I pulled
1: And I think it's I fabulous put months like,
3: of time Into,
1: into yeah, working so, on it g- Great job that you did Also it's,
2: it's highest score For somebody was one
1: Somebody said this was Their top solo game Based on this mm-hmm. spreadsheet Of the year I wouldn't feel I'm not quite done The campaign yet I would not feel comfortable Putting it at number one yet But I like it yeah. a lot mm. <laughs>
2: oh man all right so kind of back to the list itself all right so if we were on a reality show right and like you know how like the judges can like save one performance <laughs> that they like really want to rescue and put it back up like you m- okay. make sure it stays in the list which one of these would you save or like bump up the list if you
1: could wait so something in 100 to 200
2: yeah something in 100 to 200 if you could put it back up in the top 100
3: Oof. what would it be Me- so you get, you get it, it doesn't have to be one that's been in the top 100. Just no. any anything on this list that I think should be higher. Yes. There's a few.
2: Pick
1: I'm your, just, choose well, your favorite
3: child. I'm going to look, I'm going to take a minute just to look down. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for right, Somebody
1: right, else right. wants to go first. Do you, oh, you have yeah, your I have, yours I have, yours I have one right oh,
3: away. It's always, um, so
2: I'm not worried about little baby Hopla because I think it's going to go all the way back up to the top of the list next year. I'm not worried about that. If I could push any of these up and just make people play it. Ooh. I think Pavlov's house has a chance of making it up there on mm. its own. Cause it's so I was good. thinking of
3: that one. I, love I that would
2: one. rescue Thunderbolt Apache leader. Cause I freaking love Thunderbolt Apache leader every year. I have to talk about how much I love Thunderbolt Apache leader and how all of y'all should play it. So I'm going to plug it and just take my moment to do that because it's just so good. Like you get really attached to your pilots. It's like a fun mix between planning between missions, and like tactically flying around and blowing things up and like, I'm an idiot about all this stuff. Like I refer to the <laughs> helicopters as planes all the time. Like I don't know anything <laughs> about air warfare and it doesn't matter because the game is great. So <laughs> I'm going to plug it. That's my, that's my little two cents there.
0: I want to plug. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, Dwellings of Elder Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I was
2: actually surprised
0: uh, that's not higher I, i'm mm. very surprised that's not higher but it is also a game that still is about access it's a very expensive yeah, game or a year old game which you know uh, i i totally get that price is always a factor especially for uh, a year old game just for solo and that was in that 150 to 200 range so i get it um but for the people who do it is one of the smoothest flow chartish i guess mm. uh Solo mode, not really, but it does have a flow to it. You gotta have to pay attention, but I, I think that game, uh, because of all the factions and all the content and the different ways you can play it, um, against this ghost, I think it's called it like a ghost or something like that. Uh, I just I've just found that game to be really smooth, and it it represents the gameplay of the game, and you can just get to enjoying the game uh, over and over and over again. Um, Plus, if you get the premium, you can just have, you know... Press uh, the bass and have a little... Uh, the yeah. bass, you can just play with Roar! Them, you know? <laughs> anyway. I just love it. It's such a toy. <laughs> it's such a toy that way. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> talk about Kickstarter blow. Like, no, actually, that's just, you know, the five-year-old in all of us. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I definitely think that game is just such a strong game. And I'm probably looking at all these other games and thinking, like, that's a strong game, plus it's a great solo game. Mm. And I'm surprised to not see it that high because it that's what it is to me.
1: Um, I've so got... Oh, yeah, gone. go
3: ahead. You, you go ahead, Mike.
1: Okay. Well, I, I just saw mine because it's literally one above Dwellings of Eldervale. Uh Paleo, It it is going up. It's at 137. It looks like it was in like the 160s uh, last year, 170s. So it might make it anyway. But I know there's been some access issues with this one. Like some of the people on our Discord in uh like some of the East European countries and stuff can't find a copy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh the expansion that was in Europe for a long time, like last year, just uh is available in the US now. Yeah. But Paleo is one of my top games of like all time these days. I love that one. And uh two-handed solo, I do want to be clear, two-handed solo, not the official solo. I think the official solo is kind of crummy, but two-handed solo is genius for that. And I love the new expansion. I play with my family too, so it's hard to. Fully separate solo from multiplayer for this one,
0: yeah, it's a good but strong, yeah, strong. I mean, I, I
1: definitely just drop it down and play solo all the dang time. Like I, <laughs> I bought the expansion and just made a video for it. I was like, I don't think anybody's even going to care that much when they watch this. <laughs> this is mainly yeah. for me. I want to play this and might as well record it while I do. So, yeah, yeah. I love that one.
3: Um, nice. I've I've got a few. I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules slightly. I mean, I agree with Liz on Pavlov's House. I think Pavlov's House should be in the top 100 because Pavlov's House is a solo game. And it's not really multiplayer, um, but the and, and we've mentioned Snowdonia as well That's a great solo mode for Snowdonia. But I've got two next to each other: I've got Newton and Australia. Oh,
0: wow, mm. both I- games
3: that I enjoy, both games that I've played solo, both games that I enjoy solo modes of. So, yeah, I gotta play Newton. More you more. can't, you can't, if I was to do a top 10 games that I have in my collection that are the most driest, beigest, brownest, no oh, yeah. theme, Newton. Might even be number one. Euro Euro the Euro game. I mean, Newton is literally just spend X resource to get this icon and that icon. Let's give them a thematic name, but literally, it's just totally abstract. And it's a great game. I love it.
1: Um,
0: I I have to put this game in the 100. It is. This, this game.
1: This, <laughs> Should I pick a second it, game? I, What's going on here? Do rules, no, your rules no, mean nothing? I know.
0: Paul broke <laughs> it. I'm breaking it. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm riding with the wave. I'm breaking it. You know, I can't shut up for too long anyway. So. <laughs> is it Pandemic Legacy Season 1? Yes. Shadows of Brimstone is like. It's actually. It, now, this is a price one and it's like a hobby. Yeah. I call it a hobby breaker because you got to put minis together. It's a yeah. hobby breaker for some people. It's like, hey, welcome to Assembly Minis yeah <laughs> uh it's either that or kingdom f monster right it's like hey this game's great and then they're like wait 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 i gotta put this together <laughs> um <laughs> yeah because they were cheap anyway <laughs> so channels of Brenstone, i think is the perfect dice chucker it's one of the it's one of the first dice chuckers if you just want to play chuck it and go at it um that's one of those types of games and it's it, it's highly thematic you know uh and i just I can, I cannot believe that's not in the top hundred. Like I just cannot believe it. it. It's it's such a highly regarded game. I, I I have no idea. I mean, maybe it's just time. You know, time has been unkind to But I, it's it went up forty three spots. So that means something. Uh, and that probably could just do it with it being in print. I mean, it's constantly like not in print, in print, and they have a new revised edition, which people are want more, and it's harder to get because I had just bought it again. It's harder. It was harder to get. Uh, for a good price, and uh, yeah, I just gosh, I cannot believe that game. But, it's like right in the middle, too. It's a 150, so. yeah, it's
3: 153, but it went up 43 places yeah. from last so year. So, maybe, places, so,
0: something well, about I've heard something good things about game.
3: it. I, I've heard, yeah. yeah, it is just a dice chucker and kind of things, but I have heard good things.
0: So, so is uh, Massive Darkness, too? But hey. You know, one's Although, more beautiful than the other. So yeah.
2: That said, I'm about to ask you for final thoughts on this set so that we can go on to higher numbers. But I want to say that my takeaway from this video, honestly, is that and, and like this could be true every year, but. There are so many gems in this part of the list, and also mm-hmm. amazing games that didn't make the list at all. Mm-hmm. Like the the People's Choice Top 200 is a fun list to talk about, but it is by no means like the last word or whether something's worth playing. Don't right. look at anything on this list and be like, Hey, it's 158. It's not good enough." Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't no do No, no, no,
1: no, no. Don't do you, that. <laughs> No. Well, and yeah, the, the list is not an average of the rankings. The list is like you know, in a way, a popularity contest of how many people have played it. Right. Because yeah, there are things on here that like maybe only five people picked it, but those are the five people who have played it a lot, and it's their number one solo game. You yeah. know, like yeah. Um, here's
0: a good. Here's a good example. Miss Fall is a game no one talks about, but mm-hmm. there are people apparently out there talking about it that want people to know about it because it's a, and, and you can find Miss Fall for dirt cheap. I mean, you could probably find it for super cheap. Yep. Yeah. You know, Aventuria, yeah. a- which probably is higher rated. As a game, harder to find, can't people can't get their hands on it, so they don't know about it. Whereas like Mistfall is probably readily available. It, and, and like all these high these solo games that are higher are probably readily available. So like yeah. people have played yeah, them yeah. and they're gotten rid of them. People are trying to get rid of their big box collection of them. So it's like take you know, take advantage of them if you're like remotely even interested. In you probably can get a bundle of misfall stuff for like under hundred bucks and you would have just as much as a campaign game as any other game right mm. you know so i i i'm glad that you know like when we talk about these big ones it's like no these are good and then there's small cheap ones as well so like us uh Sylveon is a cheap it's a cheaper game yeah. so it's like you yeah. don't also have to bit all these big boxes so
3: yeah i saw on the list Lux A Turner by Tony Boydell same designer as Snowdonia Lux yep. A Turner is a small like 15 dollar game in a tiny little box and it is just a solo card game only that takes about 15 minutes to play so yeah not not all of the ones on this list are you know massive boxes with campaigns like iss vanguard for example there's a good (laughs) variety good variety on here um
0: hmm. paper tails, man paper tails. oh my god yeah i
2: played that once multiplayer and i was like yeah never again
0: no the the solo mode is very good Uh, really very very good uh they they actually this this expansion is literally a solo mode content, and uh, yeah, there's there's a little bit of randomness in there that might kill it for some people, but it's really good and it's got enough content in there. But as I say, there is some randomness in there that up uh, that could turn people off. Um, that's like one of those overpowered things that we kind of just talked about. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of the overpoweredness in it. But uh, by the way. Just so you know, there. If you are interested in paper towels, you do a little research. You're like, no, this actually seems like it's kind of for me. Uh, they have a big box that's coming out soon, and I think it may have another expansion in it that has some more solo content in it. So they're coming out with a paper towels big box. I just saw that when I was at and I was like, okay, yes, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I just saw beautiful.
2: It. Yes, and so yeah. I mean, this is why, right? We should. This list is worth looking at in its entirety because there's a gem in there for really anyone who's interested yeah. in playing a solo game at
3: yeah. any time. And people can get a hold of this list then. You're saying that this list will be published?
2: Yes. Yeah. So basically right. these videos, so those of you who are out there, you, we're, we're recording this. So part of the list is already run, uh, but this video is going to be published when we hit 100. And then the next two videos we be published, like along with the reveals of the bottom 50 right. and the top 50. So yes, this is out here. The spreadsheet, I think, eventually gets released to everybody. And there's just a treasure trove here for all of us <laughs> solo gamers. Right, any last thoughts before we shut this particular part of the discussion down?
3: Why Seven Wonders Duel in there as a solo game? I have I missed something? Is there a solo know. mode for
0: Seven Wonders? It's a very, it's a very I, popular one. So. I'm not
3: aware of it. Yeah, so
0: well, maybe if there is. Maybe there is, in maybe one, maybe it there be is. A very popular one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> by <laughs> the way, it by the way it was it it dropped twenty eight, so it is very popular solo. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> oh
2: man all right so for those of you who are out there please feel free to uh like comment ask us questions we love talking about these solo games i'm sure we'll all be kind of on here like seeing what y'all thought too thank you so much for watching and most of all happy gaming